Welcome to episode 188 of the Thunder Underground podcast. Trent and Jason here. And Night Demon is back. Aren't they? In the literal sense and the figurative sense. That's right. In all senses. Yeah. Actually, they never left, but they're technically back here on this podcast. That's right. And we're very happy about that. Yes, they are definite allies of the Thunder Underground. That is very true. And by the time you're listening to this, it's Jason's birthday. Oh. So, happy birthday. Why, thank you. So, everybody let him know in the comments. Happy birthday. I'm a young, fresh 89 years old today. That's right. Or we got a good couple years left of this podcast. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I've had to start wearing Depends. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I can still, I still have some quality of life. So, <laughs> another year or two, I think. Yeah. I think we're good. Hell yeah. We're sponsored by DEB Concerts, as we are with every episode. Very happy to be sponsored by these guys. They're a promoter out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. bring a lot of great shows here to the Tulsa area. Most all the shows are at the Ideal Ballroom, and they're all hosted by Eddie Trunk. Coming up, they've got Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. He's coming back to Tulsa, and he's bringing along Monty Pittman. Monty Pittman, great guitarist. He has two new albums that just came out recently. One's metal, one's acoustic. Check those out. He's also got previous metal albums. If you're not familiar with him, he's been in prong and ministry, and he also plays for Madonna. Imagine that. Yeah. It's pretty badass. Yeah, I think The same ministry great. and Madonna in the same sentence. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you can't hate on that because, I mean, why would you Why would you not be Madonna's guitar player? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, there, there's absolutely no bad reason I could think of. If somebody said, hey, do you want to be Madonna's guitar player? Say, yep. Absolutely. Sign me up. First reason is now he can afford to make whatever other music he wants. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But that show also feature One Bad Son. That's October 5th. October 12th, one week later, another great voice from the 80s, Tom Kiefer from Cinderella, is coming back and bringing his solo band. That show... Also features Sweatin' Bullets and Evil Twin opening that thing up. Then we get into November on the 3rd. We've got Kicks, The Mighty Kicks. We have to reiterate every time we mention Kicks that if you've never seen them live, you're missing out. Oh, man. Whether you know it or not. Whether yeah. you're even a fan of Kicks or you know one or two songs, you're missing out. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're like, I don't really know, shut up. You need to go and you're going to love it. That's right. That's it's exactly, just, yeah. It's just fucking hard rock and roll at its finest. Exactly. That show also features Sweat and Bullets, and then our friends Rocket Science are going to be back as well on that one. Then December 8th, we've got L.A. Guns returning. Always a great show. And what's even better is this time Junkyard is with them. Oh, man. I can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. Bucket list band for both me and you. Yeah. I'm sure many other people. So very excited to finally get to see Junkyard live. And then, to top it off... Our good friends in the band Grind will be opening that show up as well. That that dude, I'm so, like I've said before, I'm so glad to see that. Yeah, that's gonna be great. I can't wait. Yeah, without a doubt, Grind's a great rock band out of the Tulsa area. Very glad to see them on that bill. And like we said, all these at the Ideal Ballroom in downtown Tulsa, and all these hosted by Eddie Trunk. So once again, thank you to DB Concerts for sponsoring this here podcast. Of course. Speaking of Grind, CJ and Dell. We'll be playing acoustic at Thunder Underground Fest. Yep. That's coming up. 
here in a little over a month and a half now. That's right. About six, seven weeks. Yep. We've got October 19th and 20th at the Venue Shrine in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's presented by the Shrine and our friends in Scarstruck Entertainment. Scarstruck is the ones who spearheaded this thing and put it all together. So we're very happy about that. Yeah, big thanks to them. And to top that off, we're going to be having Travis and Mark from Scarstruck here before the show, some point in the next few weeks, to right talk on. all about this festival and everything else they got going on. Cool, cool. Mark manages Sign of Lies, who are also on the show. They're going to be there. And Travis plays the drums for the band Claim Your Enemy. They're going to be there. Jason's sitting next to me right here, and he plays guitar for the band Zen Hipster. They're, They're going to be there. That's right. Sprout the Antihero. We played his new song just a couple weeks ago. He's going to be there. Tons of other bands that we love. If you love punk rock, we've got The Shame and The Normandies. If you love heavy stuff, we've got Archon. If you just love balls out fucking heavy metal, we've got Locust Grove. That's right. We've got Fist of Rage. There's a long list. Solidify from Fort Smith. Custom Black, a great stoner doom rock band out of the Kansas City area. Tons of other great bands here. We've got 18 acts oh, over yeah. two days. Murder, Smary, Severmind. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I hate doing I these when we don't have the list. Yeah, I know. Where's the goddamn list? But, I mean, it's just, it, it's vast, and it's going to it's gonna be great. So, we hope everyone can make it. Yeah, just get on Facebook and type in Thunder Underground Fest, and you'll find the event. Definitely. Get the information there. It's only 10 bucks for both nights. That's 10 bucks for two nights of rock and roll. That's right. 18 bands. It's as good a deal as you're ever going to find. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I don't know. I don't want to pay 10 bucks. It's like, motherfucker, you fucking, you fucking spend ungodly amounts every week on cigarettes and uh, fucking rock star energy drinks. That's right. And fucking, you know, and hey, I do it too. A pack of cigarettes and a rock star energy yeah. drink is 10 bucks. Exactly. Not, and I do it too, not cigarettes or rock star energy drinks. But, but monster energy drinks, monster and, energy drinks, and beer, and beef jerky, and beef. Oh man, dude, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for the monster slim jims. That's right. Original has yeah. to be original. I love so, the flavors like Tabasco. Nah, see, whatever. I can't. See, you're into all the hot stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm a, I'm a wuss. You know, I'm, I'm a spicy motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not me. But you know, whenever you see me coming. And, you know, I'm, you know, you see my certain parts jiggling independent of each other. It's because of beef jerky and beer, okay? (laughs) That is it, sadly enough. (laughs) So what Jason's saying is on the week of October 19th and 20th, he's not going to do that so he can afford the 10 bucks. That's right. That's right. Just like you guys who buy a pack of marble reds and a purple Rockstar Energy can save that for one day and buy I want a purple nose. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we skewed off there for a second. We have fucking, we have business here. Let's do yeah. this. Well, one thing to point out before we get, we got some music coming up here, but just this week on Monday, our friend Tom Quee at Alphabetalica That's right. That's released right. his new episode, and it was episode 71 featuring myself. That's right. I happen to be a guest. And it was the song, I Disappear. We've mentioned Alpha Metallica a few times. Mainly recently, because Jason was on there as well, episode yes. 62. He about talked about the song. six weeks ago, two months ago, something like that. Yeah, that would have been nine. Well, he had a few episodes in there. So, yeah, about ten episodes ago. So, about two and a half months ago, Jason was on there for the song, Hate Train. Alpha Metallica 
just as the title kind of leads you to believe, he's going through every single Metallica song one by one in alphabetic order. And he's up to the eyes right now. And yeah, it was a great time. I was glad to be on there. It's quite an honor because that guy knows his shit for sure. Definitely. And he's got a great knack for doing this kind of stuff and very interesting to listen to no matter whether you know the song, like the song or what. Yes. He, he's done, he's got a battle rap podcast. He's, he's done the similar podcast with Tom Waits where he went through every Tom Waits song alphabetically because he's a huge Tom Waits fan. Um, See, that shows he, his knowledge exactly, and diversity. His knowledge and diversity is, is just all over the place. On two bands that diverse exactly, with no problem, you know? So to be on there, it's an honor for us, for sure. Yeah. So just get on and Google Alpha Metallica. You can find them on Podbean and as well as YouTube and other places you can find podcasts. But the most recent one, 71, I Disappear as myself. In episode 62, Hate Train has Jason. That's right. And, and you You'll link it probably. You'll right. post it. Yeah, you yeah. can find it on our Facebook or our Twitter here this week. Gotcha. And I'm sure you'll hear us back on there at some point down the line. I hope so. Yeah. But yeah, let's get into some music. Let's do it. We're going to play a band that's based here out of Tulsa, actually. They're called Blind Oath, and we thought, what better time to play these guys than now because they recently opened for Night Demon when Night Demon came through Tulsa at the Vanguard. So check this out. This is Blind Oath. Spectral attack. Take a word and begin to go with a little slack 
Spectral Attack from Blind Oath. Brand new song. They've got a EP out right now. You can find it on Bandcamp. You can also find it on YouTube. Get on their Facebook page and just look up Blind Oath. Give these guys a follow and a like. Definitely. Just a great old school sounding metal song with some thrash style vocals. It goes perfect if you're into the stuff like Night Demon or thrash metal even. Yeah. And it's just a raw gritty dirty metal song i fucking love it you can't you can't go wrong i love long ass i love this stuff and i'm glad it's it's coming out of tulsa um yeah it's it's what we need and you know this whole bill was great it it was just yeah it was awesome well yeah it's cool to hear when you hear something like this and it's new and it sounds like this exactly that's yeah that's what i'm saying like a new band and this is how this is a new band coming out and this is how we're going to sound so you know they're kindred spirits to us. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, th- th- we probably like a lot of the same fucking bands. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, look up Blind Oath. Give them a follow and a like. They've got cassettes for sale. I know you bought one. I bought one. It's awesome. I, I, I You know, I'll use all the positive adjectives. <laughs> it's just good, great stuff. And, you know, cassettes, that's that's me totally. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, definitely support these guys and what they're doing. Right on. Well, and speaking of them opening for Night Demon, actually they're opening for Vicious Rumors September 28th at the Vanguard as well. Yes, you better go and represent. That's right. I will be out of town. Yeah, you will be in Kentucky at Louder Than Life. Yeah. I will be here, so I'm going to try to get my ass out there. Hell yeah. Vicious Rumors, a metal band that came out in the 80s. They're back again, out on tour, and they're hitting Tulsa on September 28th. Sweet. Anywhere else in the country, just look it up. I know they've got a lot of dates. So check that out as well. But yeah, Night Demon, the same show we saw Blind Oath. We also saw Bloodstar. That's right. Salt Lake City, fucking awesome. Yeah, female singer, and it's always cool to see a female singer doing this kind of metal because yep. it's not real common, at least. You know, when stuff when this you can is find stuff whole, in the mainstream or whatever. You know, the it, it harkens back to the new wave of British heavy metal, kind of the proto metal thing. Love this stuff. I mean, I can't get enough of it it's 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 you know it's in our blood this kind of shit yeah since we were kids yeah you know and they're relatively new i believe and just looking to see what they've got coming out here in the future so yeah look them up and give them a follow so you can find out yourself as well hell yes and then night demon so let's say someone's listening to this podcast just because they're listening and they (laughs) they've heard us mention night demon before whatever but outside of us talking about her, seeing the name, they've never heard him. What would you say to this person besides fucking listen to him? Like, how would you describe this? This is heavy metal. There you go. I mean, it, period. It, okay, we're with, done. With, uh, uh, like, <laughs> is is capital letters. <laughs> emphasis. This. Maybe this. I don't know. Now I'm confused. But you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. This is, I mean, this heavy metal personified. This, you know, if you, their picture could be under the definition. <laughs> That's a great, a great way to do it. They are up there with the greats. Uh, I think they will be. So yeah, I mean, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, they're pretty young. They've been around a few years. They've got three albums out now, mm-hmm. or an EP and three albums, right? 
and they just came out this live album here a few a few weeks ago. Live, live Darkness. Live Darkness, yes. And it includes almost every song. I think they mentioned in the interview there's only three songs that are in their studio catalog that wasn't on this live thing. Yeah. Or from the last two albums. Yeah. And uh, so that's really cool, you know, to see a band release a live album this early in their career and it be as high quality as this thing is. Yeah. And we saw him live again at the Vanguard. I mean, you can't say more than this guy. I mean, these guys are just a power trio that personifies that word and personifies, like you said, heavy metal. Definitely. They bring... They bring more noise and more greatness to the stage in bands with six members. Exactly. The, the power can't be emphasized enough. Yeah. You know, when we're talking about Night Demon, um, they brought a show to the Vanguard like it was an arena. Uh, I mean, and there's a great turnout. It was really cool uh, to see Tulsa come out and support. Uh, and it, yeah, it was just a great night. Yeah, really looking to forward to 2019 when these guys should have out new music yes we'll talk more about that as well but in the meantime check out the newest studio album dark darkness remains came out last year and just a huge thank you to night demon for their hospitality and we hung out with them this time and yes the last couple of times we've seen him as well saw him open for anvil saw him at tulsa the sound pony so it's really good to to just like you said have these guys as allies of the thunder underground podcast exactly um and I think, really, you know, I, I, I would like to kind of throw a shout out to my cousin JP. Yeah, we he, mentioned that last time. He was time. there. We yeah. mentioned last time, you know. Well, a shout out in the hugest sense because the first time around, he's like, early, even before we had him on the podcast, he's like, hey, you got to check out my friend's band. Yeah. And we were like, okay, you like you do that when someone says, check out my friend's band. Yeah. You know, like, okay, I'll get around to it. Yeah. And then <laughs> you finally get around to it a couple weeks later and you're like, fuck, I should have checked this out no two shit. seconds after he yeah, said exactly. it. Exactly. Because this is not just, oh, my friend's band down the street. This is the fucking real deal. Yeah. And, and, you know, my cousin, you know, grew up knowing Armand and Jarvis. That's right. In, in Oxnard, which is where I was born. Um, and, uh, also my other cousin, Josh. I mean, they, they grew up with these guys and, you know, and all the thanks in the world to Justin JP for turning this on to Night Demon because I think he's really you know the connection there yeah you know that, that that helped us really get into wanting to promote these guys yes for sure so let's get into it here's Armand Jarvis and Dusty motherfucking Squires from Night Demon. Probably the the song uh, "Bad Boys" from Inner Circle from Cops. You know, they did that Inner Circle. Like, bad boys, bad boys. And what you gonna oh, yeah. do? Just because I don't like really the like. Second most famous reggae song, I guess, by Bob Marley. One Love or yeah, right. It uh, probably is. Actually, it probably has. Yeah. I bet you it's top spot. Is one? I bet you it is. Bob Marley. Is it has to be. Yeah, or sure. it's I like it's top three would have to be that. <laughs> Buffalo Soldier yeah. and like No Woman No Cry. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. Maybe well, Redemption song gets honorable mention. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it does no. It doesn't rock. No, so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
well, on the real news, the Live Darkness just came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, what was the, where did the idea for that come from? I mean, whose idea was it? Let's you know, I, it was actually a record company's idea in Europe. It was a record company's idea in Europe. I mean, I've always wanted to do it, but like, but they're the ones who brought it up. Um, yeah, we thought maybe it was too early. You know, kind of. Like, oh, yeah, well, maybe. All right. A lot of every every review you will read on it says starts by saying like, "Wow, it's pretty ambitious." You know, the band puts out two studio albums and an EP, and they already have a live album. But I think it's good, you know, because like it captures this moment in time of the band, you know, and like. Most bands do their live albums, you know, album after album four or five, and and then you always kind of search for the early live stuff, and there's no good quality recordings of it, you know, right. and you're like, oh man, that was the that was the era, you know. So we feel we're at our best ever right now. So we, you know, only one way to go from here is down, you know, right? So <laughs> so let's capture this moment. Yeah. Plus, you know, it was cool. It bu- it buys us a little bit more time for to make the next studio album, which is cool. Um, but I mean that's not the reason why. That's just kind of one of the advantages. But no, it's doing really well. All the reviews are good. I think we had one kind of negative review from Netherlands, but I mean out of like two hundred reviews, I mean it's been great. Um, there's been some ten out of ten, some nine, some nine fives, you know, which is really cool. Um, I don't know what the sales are like in the states so far. I haven't gotten a report of that, but we didn't. Cr- we didn't crack the charts, but in Germany we, we debuted at number forty three, so that's pretty good, you know. Like the, right, it's like the main charts. Yeah, everybody charts. A, you know, that's uh, like yeah. the rock charts. Guns yeah. N' Roses, yeah. Appetite for Destruction, I think was forty two, and the ABBA's Greatest Hits was forty four. So <laughs> yeah, so we got in there, you know. That's not a bad scene, which to be. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. <laughs> the one cool thing about it too is it takes you know all the songs in the catalog, which you know there's different members on each album basically right there's yeah. different drummer on the first different guitar player on the I'm the new guy on that so now it's like all those songs solidified in this lineup you know yeah. what I mean so it's right. kind of like a hope we always think that people would go to that now just like because we pretty much played the whole catalog yeah, and there's three three songs three songs three original songs that we didn't play but but there's um the energy's there and the, the tempos are the way they need to be and you know it sounds really good so yeah I mean it's 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 good it looks cool too you know there's like five, over 500 photos in there and it's uh, you know pretty pretty cool packaging you know so on the sleeves and everything fans are like stoked because like put them you know stick some fans in there and yeah. thank you so much for putting me in there and this and that Hey, man. He looks funny enough or cool enough to be in there, so let's why not. Yeah. Was it all recorded in We did show? it in Cleveland, one yeah. show, yeah. Oh, okay. So the set list is in the order that it was performed. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was really cool. We went for it. Most bands record their whole tours and kind of pick the best of, but we didn't really have that luxury, and we knew we were going to have a good show there, so... So it all worked out. We prepared for it. You, know? yeah. you didn't have to do any any songs twice or any of that. Shit. We did once. Okay. Yeah. Uh, screams, technical screams in the night. <laughs> screams in the night. Yeah. We had we did a it. guitar. Yeah. Had it cut out. We just stopped and played it again. And yeah. you know, I actually completely forgot about that until somebody brought it up the other day. That was actually at the show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The funny part is, is that we we stopped it at that point, and then we picked it up from that same point, yeah. and then I we cut it together. 
yeah. and they matched okay. up. Yeah. <laughs> the guys at the machine. The like energy tempo, in the, the first one was It was, was like easily to just slice those two yeah. together. And like so that's like, the, you know, the extent of like you know? the uh, extra production qualities mm. of it, you know? Gotcha. And like I was telling you earlier, like Cleveland, you know, is one of our hot spots. And we were like, it's a perfect place to do it. Plus it was a, there's a benefit show they do there every <coughs> year for the radio station. This guy, Bill Peters, puts on like a food drive. This food drive and they always have local, you know, big local bands play. And, and it's just a big event. So like, let's do it there. It'd be perfect, you know. So people flew out from Europe and stuff. People came from all over the place. Yeah, so it was definitely a special place and night to do that. You know? So what are what are you guys' opinions just of live albums in general? Like, is there any ones that are your favorites? Or yeah, I mean, I, man. I love yeah, them. I'm they've always been, been my, they've always been my yeah. favorite. Okay. As a yeah. musician, they've always been, yeah. Uh, Thin Lizzy, Live and Dangerous, yep, Kiss Alive, one. Live After Death from Iron Maiden, Unleash on the East, Judas Priest, yeah. um, Fear, Live the Record, I love that one, that was recorded at like a, thank you, at, at a, uh, like a radio broadcast, um, a lot of good live albums out there, yeah, yeah. but, but, yeah, I've, I've always been a huge fan, I've always listened, I've always gone to those first, you know, so... Yeah, I'm personally more most proud of this than anything we've done. You know? Nice. So, so I'm happy that it's done, that that it's done and it's out there and, and you know it, it sounds good and stuff. And so I'm, I'm pretty pretty satisfied with it. Cool. cool. This is where you're supposed to say that you don't like live albums. Yeah. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, that's okay. I've just never been like you know. It's like uh, it's got to be super fucking like. I don't know. It's just sometimes they don't sound. I thought the like the Pantera. Okay, now that now listen, I, I, mean, I, I know, know that that one on one proof that wasn't. Yeah, you know that was again. Those were board tapes from like a whole tour of shows, yeah. and like that one is not. The shame about that band is they never they never did an official live album, or even though it's called official one on one proof, yeah. or like a concert video or anything. You know, yeah. they had their home videos, which were cool, but yeah. they never did that. They, they never, never had like a. Re- yeah, it. you're right. Yeah. They never yeah. did it, and that came out to because. They were taking forever to make their fifth album, yeah. and they, the record company needed something to put out, and you know, I mean, yeah. that's how it was. There was one that recently came out, an old school show from the uh, Dynamo. Dynamo Fest in Eindhoven, um, and that's still, it's cool, man, it's pretty rough, but yeah, but they've never, they never did that, and I was so bummed about that, because if you look at when that band ended... That band basically ended when the era of YouTube and cell phones started. started so, yeah, like, so, right. so there's there's gonna be none of that, you know. Yeah. Um, and and again, that's a, another reason why we wanted to do this. You yeah, know? definitely. So yeah. we have it already, and yeah. I'm, I'm, if we don't do it again, fine. You know, <laughs> I have this thought in my head of doing like a real concert movie and like a tour movie kind of thing on our fourth record, you know, but. But we'll see what happens with that. You know, at least we have this. We have this now. You know, and we just and we we consciously decided not to uh, not to film the show. I mean, we did film the show just in case for backups. You know, so we have a lot of different angles. But we didn't want to do like I think that the concert movie and like the at least like just the live show. Like if we were to put a DVD in it, it just doesn't hold as much value as it once did because of. YouTube and the internet and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you know, I hate when people put stuff up online of us at it from their cell phone. I just don't, I just don't like, like it. Shit. I just don't like it. Yeah. yeah, you know, and like a lot of fans get get pissed off about it, but 
Like, you know, people feel these, this day that, these days that it's kind of their right, you know? But, I mean, it's like we have official content that we've released, official live videos that, like, sound great. They're edited. Like, uh, you know, we've mixed the audio. We, we've got different camera angles. And, like, you know, it's our art. So we should have a say in how we want to present that, you know? And um, these days it's just changed, you know? And, like, we're the kind of band that, that we... You know, we've played 600 shows in the last four years, so we'll come to your small town and play. We'll do it for you live, you know, in your basement or at the at the in the theater, you know. So, so uh, there's no excuse. Yeah, there's no excuse to to say, hey, you know, nobody's ever seen the band or nobody has a chance to see the band, so they need to see this, you know, because it's just not a good representation of what it's like, you know. And and on the live album. It's a great to just you can close your eyes and listen to it and feel like you're there. Like we 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 did it right, where it, you you do get that experience. You feel like you're there, you know. So so we accomplished that that mission with that, as as have we with other live content we've put out. So you know, I mean, there are things you can do to stop that stuff. Our record company stops stuff like that all the time without us even knowing or asking, you know. And people will get pissed off at us thinking we did it, you know. But I mean, it's, the reality is, like, the content is it's owned by somebody, you know. Like, and if if some guy's gonna put something up that he filmed like real shitty of your band, and he's gonna monetize it, you know, it's kind of like why is this guy making money off of, of the, you know? For us, it's not about money. It's about what kind of image we want to put out there to to what people see of the band. You know, we put so much work into this that we're not just gonna we don't want to give it all up for somebody to just go see the full show you know of the tour on the first night and then decide he doesn't need to go because he's seen it and it sucks you know <laughs> yeah but mostly it sucks because of the quality of it you know so that's how that's how i personally feel about it i won't speak for the band but um even though i mostly do i i, I that's how i personally feel about it and we've had recent conversations with people that not only are fans but are like insiders of the band that have completely disagreed with me and tried to go the other way with it, which which sucks, man. That like it totally breaks my heart. But again, it's like that's the that's you can't you can't really blame them for not understanding. You have to explain it to them because that's that's kind of how the modern culture works. Is that they just kind of, there's no copyright anymore, right? You know, so everybody just feels like yeah. they kind of just own it, everything, and and none of this stuff has any kind of value at all, you know. And it's unfortunate, you know. So, but at the end of the day, that's the reality. That's is that we, you know, we as with any art that you create and you release, you know, you want to be able to control the way that that it's presented and stuff, you know. And just like with the Metallica Napster thing, like. I totally understand it more now than anything. Like those guys were crucified for that, but they saw the writing on the wall when nobody else did, and nobody else wanted to stand up for it. And now all artists are going, "Shit, we should have done something about it. the record company. Should have done something about it." I don't think they should have shut them down. I think they should have probably just joined them well, and joined forces. Out how to make it work exactly, for you know? exactly. Instead of just immediately exactly, no, exactly, fight it. In hindsight's always twenty twenty, I guess you know. But 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 that's like in all in all, that's there's there's like there's there's like uh, legal things and there's moral things. And I think with this, it kind of comes, it ties into both. To be honest yeah. with you, you know, legally and morally, it's 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 wrong if if you 
don't have the blessing of the artist, you know, like making the content. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's just the way I see it. And, you know, like there was a long stretch of time where you couldn't have find any print stuff on YouTube and or Radiohead. I still think you can't find Radiohead because they control that stuff. And anytime something goes up, they kill it, you know. And I think that's cool. You know, I think that there's not enough mystery these days with artists. You know, it's like everybody's like, you know, you can find out where somebody is at all points of time and what they're eating and what they're doing, right? But it's like, you know, make the bootleg market worth something, I guess, if you're going to bootleg it, you know, like make a DVD, make it high quality, like bring your good camera, you know, yeah. like to just throw it up there. I used to there. buy that shit. I love yeah. going to I, I used to buy, finding, oh, like, dude, oh, man. I spent well, $50 on like yeah. bootleg DVDs and, and then concerts, you get it home and it's like, fuck, this sucks. Well, <laughs> it's still kind of cool, you know, like, oh, look, yeah. it's kind of grainy, but right, right, whoa, you know. Right. But I think, you know, I mean, that's the thing, whether we, okay, I hate when bands say, like, hey, we do what we want, and if the fans don't like it, tough shit, you know? Like, I, I don't agree with that, like, like musically, I think that, you know, Night Demon's never gonna kind of not do a, a heavy metal record. We may expand, and we will expand on our sound, and kind of bring some other elements into it but we'll never not be a heavy metal band right uh i think if we didn't want to do that and we wanted to do something else we would just do another project you know yeah. so i don't agree with that but um i i i do agree with um people it when as far as this stuff is concerned like hey if the fans don't like it like sorry you know if you're going to be mad about if you're going to be mad about something like that that um you know, it's it's just it's again. I think it's legally and, and morally wrong. You know, and again, a lot of fans will come and say, "Hey, man, you know, Priest doesn't tell me I can't do this, or Saxon doesn't tell me I can't do this." They'll use those as specific examples, and I'm like, "Okay, I mean, but that's we're not we're not them. I mean, I'm sure that there's so much shit for them that's yeah, going out there that, that point that's got to be super hard to control. You know, um, and there's a lot of stuff for from from us out there for sure that people that have filmed but I don't even watch them it's like yeah. I can't it's just I don't know that's the long answer <laughs> <laughs> edit that when I saw a shirt a while back that said Lars was right yeah alright yeah, you didn't I see mean, the Cliff Burton one where it says "should have been, been Lars." Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw that or, the other or night. The, or the, or the, kill, the kill them all shirt with David Stan says "rode them all." Yeah, uh, <laughs> but well, he hey, did. and he he did he did not write them all. And and the thing that says "should have been Lars," I mean, that's just fucking terrible. Yeah. That's just yeah. bad taste. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 fucking yeah. stupid. But again, that's how. That's the society we live in, man. You know, it's like that's why I'm not on social media anymore because I I just couldn't take it anymore. I got into it to discover new bands and all this stuff, you know. And at first, you know, years ago, it was kind of cool like that, you know, discovering stuff or finding out what friends are doing that you haven't seen in forever. But now it's just like it's a platform for everybody to talk shit on everything, and it's like all of a sudden these people are experts. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're just experts. Those. Like, there's music journalists that have, like, gone to school for journalism that actually write pieces on bands that are music fans for 20 years before they even get to write for a legit publication, you know? And they try and be objective, you know? But then, you know, your buddy 
writes, hey, this band sucks, or he's there with his cell phone going, listen, look how shitty this is, you know? And, and you know, I mean, but then he's got a network of thousands of friends, right? And it's, you know, you want to, you want to, they're all exposed to his opinion, right? And so they, you know, you want to, you want to be friends with your friends, right? You want to, you want to, you, you want to say, oh, hey, man, my friend has good taste. What he, so he's probably right about that, you yeah. know? You can't really make up your own mind at that point. And that's what, and that's what sucks, you know? And that's why a lot of, like, you, you just can't, you can't win, man, with, with, with things like that. And that's why you can't, you know, I've gotten into the habit where I used to just comment on stuff and be like, dude, what, what's going on? What are you talking about? Or like, hey, I disagree and here's why. Um, and it's just, at that point, it's just keyboard warrior time. Yeah. And <laughs> no, nothing anybody would ever say to your face, especially when they talk shit about our band, you know, like. The press loves us, which That's is great, and but that pisses off the fans, you know, because once the press starts loving your band, even in the underground, you know, it's like they feel they're not, you're not their band anymore, right? So they're so they're gonna they're gonna come out and be like, okay, like that's old news. I saw them when they were small, and you know, they they don't know how small we still really are, <laughs> you know. And but that's in certain areas, you know. But yeah. but that's that's the whole thing is is. Uh, it's. I've just find it lately that people just they they do they do everything they can to try and take other people down. They build why, why, why they build you. That's like celebrity. Like they build you up and just to take you down. You know, and uh, it's it's that we can't stop that stuff. But like not being a part of it has really helped my life. That's for sure. You know, because some of that stuff hurts, man. Like even if I. I'll, I'm like, okay, obviously this is a jealousy post, right? But but I'm not going to let it affect me, but it kind of does. You know? I'm like, hey, I know that guy. Like, what the hell is he talking about? You know? Like, what? <laughs> come to me first, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 Come on. Let's yeah. put it out there. Exactly. So, anyway, that's the long answer for that. <laughs> well, being back in the States for the first time in a while... Is it, it was a big time feel, reality check. Feel different. I mean, obviously, there's a lot bigger fan base in Europe, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah there's festivals going. and all that stuff. Shows be good on this tour, though. I mean, yeah, they've been good, at, you know. Are, you know, it's and just more. I think it's more of like the the hospitality versus Europe yeah. and stuff. Like where you get to venue and it's like, can just I just get some water, man? Like the distances you know, we're driving oh, to, you know, it's yeah, big. But the other good thing is co- the convenience of being in America, which yeah. you don't have in Europe. Yeah. You know, if I want a milkshake at three in the morning, I can get it. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. That, yeah, and that does happen. You know, seriously. you want to do laundry on any given day, you can do it. You yeah. know, like yeah, you can dry your clothes and dry it. Yeah, yeah. Over there, man, they just are not into it. You do laundry, man, unless you go to a laundromat or something. But even that, it's like a whole day. And you're in there for hours. Right. And you have a day off. We stay at people's houses and it's like, oh, fuck, we got to hang our shit. And it's humid. Yeah, it's it another. doesn't dry for like 24 hours. You know? That's another thing, though, too, here. It's like we stay at people's houses here. And, like, you know, in Europe, it's like hotels are part of the deal. Like, at every show, yeah. like given, you know, like we have a standard there and, and we get it and it's no problem, you know. So, but it's great to tour in America again, you know, and all the the great fans are coming to the shows, you know. I mean, that's that's really what's kind People of people cool. that have been with us for the, for years. Yeah, you know, and and um, I think that's kind of yeah. I think that's kind of where we're at as a band mentally right now is that you know we. <clears throat> We've been doing it so much in, in, I guess, such a short amount of time. You know, it feels like a decade. 
but it hasn't been. And you see some bands that break after like 12 years, and we're like, God damn, dude. We're like halfway there. Yeah, we're like, we're like halfway there, you know. But you see what they what they what they've been able to accomplish after that, and and I think right now we're at the point of since we've gotten so so much so many favorable reviews in the press, and like we really have just this diehard legion of fans that they're just keeping us alive. Is that our dedication now is is not to 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 get big. Or to get famous or, or anything like that. Our, our, I think our goals mainly now are to like just serve the existing fans. Like keep feeding these people the, whatever greatness we, we we've already given them that we didn't even know about. You know, just keep that going for them. If we can keep if we can keep them satisfied, then then we've won. You know, so so that's that's the mentality that we, that we've kind of that we've kind of taken, and it's it's uh, it's been. It's been healthy for us mentally to do that. Yeah. So your Europe's great, and like you know, both of you guys mentioned a new album next year. I mean, is America something you want to concentrate more on? Or? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think that I think we we're going to concentrate it, concentrate on it with a different strategy. Yeah. You know, um, we've always kind of been the band that like, hey, if you have a, a place with electrical outlets, we'll play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we, if, if 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 we have a day off and there's an opportunity, we're gonna take that. You know, um, and we've serviced the country in that way like a lot. You know, especially early on, we were mostly just touring the states. You know, and then on this tour, we kind of realized like, okay, like maybe America had a problem with Night Demon basically oversaturating it, where it's like. It's not the band needs a break from touring. It's like the fans need a break. You know, it's like because there's the attitude of like, hey, I just saw this band six months ago, whether they were supporting Carcass or Anvil or Raven or whatever, or I saw them headlining in a bar, (laughs) in a big place, whatever. It's kind of like, well, okay, I can I can see them again because they play so much, right? And then it's like then we disappear for a while. We're doing stuff in all these other countries, and then they're like, "Hey, what the? Where's where's the band?" Kind of thing, you know. So um, I I think that um, by now we know the areas in the country that are really really loyal to us, you know. So I think when we do our next record, we, we, we plan on doing some exclusive shows in the U.S. as an album release and see how that goes, you know, some major markets. But even places like Tulsa, places like Cleveland, like, where, it's, where, it's, where like, people really love and appreciate the band, like, we want to bring them something special because the thing is, like, this, this town, for example, is stuck by us, and all we've ever done is play at a bar on a weeknight, you know? Yeah. Because it's like, okay, it's Tulsa, like, you, got, you can't... You got to save those weekends for Chicago and all the and, and these things, you know. So we want to kind of reverse that and just go, hey, you know, we're gonna come to Tulsa and just play this one gig on a Saturday night. We'll play the whole new record before it comes out, and we'll do something special. And you know, we're not and and we won't be on tour. You know, we're not gonna go. We're not gonna go to North Texas, or we're not we're not gonna go to Nebraska or Des Moines, or we're not gonna go to New Orleans or, or whatever, you know, we're gonna we're not gonna go to OKC. Like we're gonna do it here and we're gonna give people enough in advance where it's an and it's an important event, you know, where it's like, hey, I'll travel to go see that on a weekend, you know, and, and be a part of, of something cool. So it's more quality over quantity at that point for us. 
uh, we felt like we've we've definitely, like I said, we've definitely serviced those like every backwoods town imaginable. You yeah. know, more than once. You know, and so now it's like there's always going to be the one. Every time you do a tour announcement on on social media, there's always going to be the one guy like what no Daytona. You know, yeah. like but but it's like yeah, because it's just you, man. Like you know, yeah, yeah. but if we do something. If you're that hardcore about the band, you will travel. And we've seen them travel. We've seen people come from Europe to the States for this tour, you know? So, like, it's, it's, uh, I think that's kind of the way it's going, you know? And we've seen a lot of bigger bands kind of do that, too. We're not trying to kill the touring industry, which I think, at first I was kind of against that. Like, hey, I want, you know, I wish these other bands would, would kind of just tour the States for real. But now I understand why they do it. Because they're like, look, Let's concentrate our efforts on where it counts and make it more exclusive and give people the opportunity to be there even if they have to travel instead of like, you know, some of the bigger bands, they don't want to, they don't want to do New York on a, on a Friday night and do like 1500 people and then have to do, you know, um, like Sioux Falls, you know, Idaho on like a Monday night at a club that's way below them, you know, and it's just, I, I get that, I get that part of it. Some bands don't need to do that. I feel that we don't need to do that anymore. Like, I feel that we've, we've done it in the lower ranks for so long that we've made our impression and going back to headline these other places where we're not very popular isn't going to do anything for us. Or the existing fans, because the existing fans, they like the hardcore fans that are gonna go, right? They want to see the band grow, and they all—I'll tell you right now—they are always the ones that are bummed out that there's not more people at in their city. It's yeah. never us. Like we're always putting on, like we when we have those situations, we put on crazier shows than ever. I think those are our best shows. We play harder than in front of in front of ten people than a thousand. You know, because we're really just trying to prove it to them. And then they feel that way, you know. And yeah. so we want to be like, OK, you know, I think if, if we go out on on some more support tours with some bigger bands, we'll go wherever the yeah. hell that tour is going, yeah. you know. And maybe that will help build up the following in those towns. Right. But as far as a headlining band, we would like to concentrate more on the areas that that we know uh, are good for us and we know that matter the most to the fans within that regional area and I think it on both ends we'll be getting more quality and, and something something a little bit more special yeah, yeah. so that's a long answer to that <laughs> <laughs> wake up sorry Dustin ask Dustin questions good I'm listening Yes. Meditating the answer. Well, with all the touring in Europe, I mean, what were some of the like highlights as far as shows, or just experiences outside of the shows themselves? Anything special? No. It's it's crazy. It's the most cliche question, but the most interesting question. It's like if I was interviewing a band, I would ask that. That would be my first question. You know, like tell me about the shit I read about. Tell me some rock star stories. Tell me about some like crazy show you played but for us like i said we've done so much of it like we can't even see the end of the tunnel like it's it's like every day is this every fucking day like we, we, we don't hanging out with my friends and we don't have a fun. place to live we don't own beds you know it's like it's just 
every day is 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 is, is moving on, you know. But and there's and, something, and, and there's something great about every single day, man. Even hanging here with you guys, yeah. you know, having some mai tais, you know, like this is great. <laughs> but sometimes it's we're playing the big festival, but we're there on the days where we can go and see Judas Priest and dancing, yeah. like, and we yeah. go as fans. Yeah, I and think But we have the credentials right. where we can go backstage and maybe, right. like, yeah. meet somebody or hang out with everybody. And you got a beer with Glenn you know. Tipton, man. It was just yeah, me and him. Yeah, it's like, and, and, and Bakken, like, a few weeks ago. Oh, it was yeah. great. We just kind of ended up in the same spot, dude. And nobody <laughs> was around. It was just, like, it was, it was, it was awesome, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, we party. Then we, we party with our record label for the 30th anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we party hard, but we don't, we're not, like... We don't party hard every day. Like it's yeah. like it's pretty cool, man. Like yeah. like we party hard enough to like to to when the sun comes up and you're like hating your life and wanting to change, and then you change for <laughs> and then you change for like a couple of days, you know. But you change for a couple of days. Most people don't change, dude. They'll just that, it's a, it's a vicious cycle, and then and then that and then that's when you just really burn out, you know. And you become. Uh, product of your environment, you know. I mean, I've tried to go sober many times, and and I just in this in this industry, it's impossible. It's not. I mean, for us at the level we're at, I mean, for, and for me, it's it's not. So moderation has taken over, and it's been fucking awesome. You yeah. Know? yeah for sure. So, um, but um, there's a lot to be said for that. I think, you know? Yeah. No. Absolutely. You know, longevity in in some way. You know, but like, you gotta let loose sometimes, man, because you just go yeah. fucking crazy. You know. I mean, we've had a good friend of ours die yesterday, and, like, he was, we were supposed to see him the night before, and, like, last thing I said to him, he was trying to get, like, an opening band for us, I said, like, don't kill yourself over it, last thing I said, had a brain aneurysm and died, like, a really good friend of ours, but here we are on the road, and it's like, there's not even, like, time to grieve, or properly, or you don't, you have no moments to yourself, so we're just kind of here together, being like, okay, you know, like, does this is this real? Has this hit us yet? You know, and then and then we we our shit still has to roll on somehow. It's just another and lesson in like not taking this for granted. Yeah, any day it could just be over. right. Right. So it's like yeah, it seems like every time any of us feel like we're about to quit, well, we're never we're never gonna quit. But I'm just saying, like, anytime any of us feel like we're about to say something along the lines of like, dude, what are we doing? Or is this worth it? <laughs> like, it's like you play, I call it show amnesia, dude. You play the gig and like immediately after like, oh, like yeah. this is so awesome. Like this yeah. is so much better than the other things that we would have to be doing other than this. Like so you know? driving, three hours. driving 20 some hours, you know, the last From day and a half Tulsa. to come here. <laughs> we know that tonight's show with no AC, be, yeah. with no AC is going to be fucking yeah. so worth it. Yeah. Because, That's know. why I'm like half zombie right now because it's just like I finally got some sleep last night and now I'm like, in, you know, well, you got too much sleep. You got Body's seven like, hours. But, but you know, especially like with, with, with the way, like again, about like social media or just the way that media works in general these days, like, you, you, we can, you can look at the body of work we've done in such a short amount of time, and it's pretty impressive, and it will live forever, and it will stand forever. But in the eye of the public, unless they're purposely going to revisit your career and try and celebrate that, it's like, what have you done for me lately? You know, it's like, what's the next thing? What's today? You know, you have to stay current, and you got to keep moving along. you got to keep going and going and going and going and going. And one day, for yourself, you'll see... Hey, here's a, here's something I'm pretty proud of. Like, here's all of these things put together, you know? 
So every day is just like a little bit, little step forward in, in that, you know. So that's yeah. that's kind of how we stay sane with it. You know? We're playing those big festival shows. Do you guys notice? Pulling in new fans yeah, well, here's like, the yeah, thing: you you kind of you play those things yeah. to get new fans. That's the deal. Like yeah. that's that's kind of why you want to get on those because you're you're playing with your heroes and you're being exposed to tons of people, right? But what we've noticed lately, it started earlier this year when we started touring with Accept in Europe, and we've been playing the bigger festivals in Europe. Is like, man, how many existing fans are showing up? Because yeah. that's the thing, you know, like. They always say like, oh, you know, like, like it's uh, and it's a total American thing too. But it does cross over to Europe, where like you don't wear the shirt of the band you're going to see because you don't want to, you know, it's whatever. That's that's like low self esteem move, right? But that's like kind of what's been taught, right? And over the over there, they kind of have the same thing actually. But when you see the sea of shirt T-shirts in the audience. I mean, shit, that's, like, spanned your whole career, man. You know, we've had over, like, a, you know, 60 designs or whatever. It's like, okay, they're wearing that like a badge of honor. And yeah. I'm like, okay, enjoy this moment right now. Because this is, like, they're they're there, like, as they're, like, part of the gang, right? Like, they're there to be, like, here's who I'm here to see. And I'm going right yeah. to the front, right? And I'm sure there's plenty of other existing fans that, you know, are a little self-conscious to wear the T-shirt. They're probably just as big fans, right? They're just in a different position. So when you see that many shirts, you already know that you're in a good in, in a good position. So I think we're more proud of that than anything. And so our message, you know, and what the press is talking about is just like, hey, the time is now. It's like it, we're talk, tired of talking about this band as being like the future band. Like it's happening now. So like let's do it now. You know? yeah. And and that's really that's a really good feeling, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, those things are always a whirlwind, whirlwind at those festivals, but that's really what I feel now. I feel like they, like that the festivals are benefiting from having bands like, yes, thank you. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do one more of these. And did you, you were paying cash, right? Yeah. And another Mai Tai? Yeah, if we're going to do another round. Yeah. So for Mai Tais. Rum and Coke, three Mai Tais, IPA water. Thanks. Dude, you got to leave that in there. Uh, so we will. Yeah. But but so anyway. Um, behind that little scene. Here's the thing I'll say about not just the festivals, but like any kind of great, awesome opportunity that we've gotten. Is that like we've worked so fucking hard for it that like. When when the when these people call, my reaction inside is like, "What's well, about fucking time?" You know, <laughs> that's cool. It's, I like that. No, that but awesome. it really, I yeah, do. No, I honestly feel that way yeah. because if I would have said at the beginning of our career this is happening, yeah. you know, I would have been like, "Holy shit!" Like yeah. this is amazing. Like I would have been euphoric for days, right? But but I feel like we've earned it, and it's like, okay, it's about fucking time. Yeah, you put like, in the fucking know? work, and yeah, I think like, it's still cool yeah. when we do like the more main. Now we're trying to get we're getting more like the mainstream festivals, like the Bakken's and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where we're like, all right, we probably won't have like the diehards that we do when we play all the big underground festivals. Yeah, sure, obviously there, but we were presently surprised, man, when we did the Bakken thing. It was like, people were singing along. It's like, yeah, all right. Awesome. I think it gave them there, an excuse you know? to to go to something like that. Yeah. You know, 
normally they yeah because everybody says ah mock in but if you guys are playing alright <laughs> it's a totally different situation because I relate to the fans as an underground music fan I relate to the fans I wouldn't be caught dead at a show like that it's just too big for me too many people mm-hmm. yeah it's insane but as a band it's like god why wouldn't you want to do something yeah. yes, like that yeah. right so so you know the main when the mainstream comes to us it's not a bad thing you know, Definitely. like when we're when we're being played and you on serious way and all that shit. Or yeah, when we're being played on like serious XM and liquid metal and stuff like this. Like it's cool. Like hey, we're sandwiched between you know, fucking five finger death dick and like fucking <laughs> like you know lame smack. But like, but dude, it's like you're never too old to get into good music. Like yeah. you know, like. Not everybody is like you guys in these parts of the country, okay? Yeah, so yeah. they're not exposed to these yeah. things. They have no idea about it. You can't hold it against them, right? So if that's what they're, if they're, if their only outlet is this mainstream stuff, like if we can get in there by, by still doing what we do, you know, we can yeah, turn some like heads, we're man. Changing to exactly. And we've done that. We've seen that happen. We've seen yeah. that happen yeah. in middle America where we get. We, we we have fans that, like, you know, they're, like, all about, you know, listening to, like, you know, Seether and... I'm, I'm, I try not to mention bands. I try and, like, like come up with my own name that sounds like them, but, like... I, yeah. It's okay, because I mention them. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, okay. So go right ahead. But, I mean, I just I just don't want to discredit, you <laughs> yes, know, I yeah. mean, those all those bands have worked very, very hard, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I'm not trying to discredit. And there's, you know, there's something for everybody, you know? I think there's enough room in this world. But what I do feel is that a lot of people are not exposed to what the underground has to offer, you know? So, um... Sorry, we gotta get that. That's great. But, but, I, I feel that, like, if we could get in there and not change what we do, then we're not selling out, you know? And I, and I, I love that, you know? I love that, so... We, you said five finger death dick. We have a, a million different uh, parody names. Nice. Just every time you say them, every it's time a it's name. yeah, five finger nut cunt, whatever. <laughs> like it, it doesn't matter. We always think of something. So it's all and good. see, here's the thing. Well, well, here's the yeah, thing. Here's the, the honest truth. Here's the honest truth. I'm not hating on them, be, just like anybody else in public would, because they're a huge fucking band. I'm not. Yeah. I just see it and I'm like, dude, these are some great musicians that are fake as shit. Like like that are doing what are they doing? Like what is this all about? Like this is not cool. Like this is this is total and then to hear about all the drama and the band and the mainstream about all their problems and all their fucking rehab stints and breaking up on stage and just the you know, the fashion statements, like you could just tell it's like there's like there's the only identity is having no identity in a band like that, you know, yeah. and 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 that's just it's Perfect. that yeah. it, it is what it is. Like I and I'm not again. I hate. I'm not here to. I'm not here to take anything away from them, but I'm gonna just tell it like it like it is. Like because I'm a music fan, and the music fans aren't stupid, so don't try and pull the wool over people's eyes, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I'm not gonna call their fans stupid either. I'm gonna call. I'm going to say that their fans have not seen the light. They have not been exposed, you know. We're we're like we're we are like heavy metal um Jehovah's Witnesses. Like we go to your door, we come to your door, okay? And we say, you know, here's what you know, and and people they may look at us like we're crazy at first, you know, but we're we're going to keep 
doing that. You yeah. know, like we're gonna Absolutely. we're gonna keep we're gonna keep knocking at the door. You know, until until you see the fucking light. You know, yeah. so you know, same shit. <laughs> so here's a stupid question: Have you had any festivals played with any of the bands that you got tattooed on your arm? No, oh, that's no, for Dustin. Yes, no. yes, well, yes. We played. Exactly. Oh wait, no, you don't have a great white tattoo because we played with them. Yeah, except as like I was about to say. Yeah, except that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. Um, yeah. That's it. We played with. Um, that's it. That's it, huh? You need to get some shittier bands tattooed on your arm. It's not our genre, put it that way. Have you kicked any purses or drinks off the stage lately? All kinds. Every night. I did the other night in Richmond in front of a capacity crowd of 16. It was great, dude. It was great. What are you? Oh, we were this girl on this tour, we were up in... Uh, where'd she stage dive? That was in uh, Vancouver. This girl came up on stage and like jumped off, and he's that like, was "That was in Europe." That no, was in was it? No, oh, it was. Yeah, you're right. He called her out. Yeah, yeah. And he like called this girl out for stage diving, and he's like, "Hey, man, know, if you put a hey. beer or something in front of me, I'm just gonna grab it and drink it." And you're like, "All right, there you go. Yeah. Later." Get rid of that. Uh, <laughs> bust on people for that kind of Thanks. for that you kind know? of stuff for sure. Yeah, it's like <laughs> called the girl out and was like, "You're not a fan of our band. Like, you don't even know the song." She's so drunk, it didn't even fade. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. It's like, it's like, like yeah. you know, we're in this cl- we're in this club that has had the most. It, they, they set a record for the most people that have ever been there. Like on a weeknight, like they oversold it. Yeah, because they didn't. They, they were like, "What? You know, they didn't expect this, right?" And so, I don't even have to sing the words. The audience is so loud, knowing all the words, yeah. right? And then, exactly. and then, this this girl comes up to stage dive, and kind of, I guess, successfully does it. She made it off the stage, but like, it was just. You know, at that point, I felt like, like, okay, wait a minute, like, we're, we're like, running around up here, like, there's a stage production going on, like, we're doing work, you know, it was hot as fuck in there, and, like, we're sweating our asses off, and I didn't even see it happen until she actually kind of made the move, and I almost ran into her, and, like, could have hurt her or myself, right? Yeah. And and so I'm not a prude when it comes to shit like that, but I, I kind of feel like our stage is our stage, and we're not that kind of band. Like, we're not like a, a hardcore band or a thrash band where it's like that's part of the culture of what we do. It's like we're, it's a constant, you know, you get up on stage and singing in my mic or you do stage dives and all this. So I saw this happen and I'm looking at all these people in the audience who are, I'm like, I'm okay, these are like some of the most hardcore fans we have, okay? People have like battle vests dedicated just to night being like custom shirts, custom patches, fucking banners and flags, whatever, right? And so after the song, I said I didn't stop the song, but I said, "Hey, who's the girl that stage did fucking stage dive?" And everybody's pointing at this girl in like the first three rows. So I said, "Hey, what's your favorite night demons?" And she just had no answer. If she would have told me, I would have said, "Cool, come up here on that song. I'll tell you when we're gonna play it, and we're gonna throw you off the stage. We're gonna do a special stage dive, right?" But she had no answer because she wasn't a fan. She was like probably the two percent of people there that didn't know who we were, right? But just had to be there because it was a cool thing in town, right? But then, but then tried to make the show about her. So I then I just fucking went into her on it, you know, and I was just like, "Look, like this is not how it's fucking done, and let this be example to everybody, you know. It's like this is not, this is the kind of shit that like like why why does this fucking shit happen, you know? Like like 
what what are you here to do you know and you know you i just feel like people need to be made an example of if they have enough balls to go and interrupt somebody else's performance to do that you know yeah. just like at a comedy show if you're if somebody's gonna heckle a comedian Fuck, it's open season, man. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, you they asked for it. Get. You yeah. asked for it, you know? <laughs> you asked for it. So, so, and I had a couple people after the show, you know, hey, you should be a little bit easier on the fans. And I'm all, dude, that wasn't a fan. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Obviously, right? And then where, what happened? Where is she after the show? Puking in the bushes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're all about crowd participation, you know? But it's like, you know the band doesn't drink on stage we we figure if you have time to have a drink then we're not you know we treat it like a sport and like we have like things that happen during the set that are supposed to happen a certain way you know and it's like if you fuck with that chemistry like you know when we go to south america it's a different story these people are so fucking excited yes you know and there's a cultural difference but in germany it's like dude you're like the most really reserved thing, motherfucker yeah. ever until it comes time to yeah, this. It's like, come yeah. on, you know? <laughs> so, talk about, like, you know, you know, the timetable for a new album. Are you guys riding on the road, or well, here's is that something you guys do no. later on? Yeah, we tried to ride it on the road. It's uh, near impossible. Okay. Um, we're, we're taking a break in November. We're going back to Europe next week to do a tour of the live album. Then we have our festival that we run in October called Frost and Fire in Ventura. That's the first week of October. So we'll get back just in time to do that. Then I'm going to go tour manage another band for a couple weeks. These guys are taking a vacation. And then we're going to meet up and then go to back to Europe around Halloween and the first week of November and do some couple shows there, a couple big festivals. And then we come home and basically we have a couple one-off shows until the end of the year but they're local like LA San Francisco and then we're just gonna bury our heads and start writing this record so I mean I'd like to think that it would come out next summer yeah but uh, we need like we, we need to just we need to get on it you know so like I, I I think it'll come out when it's ready to come out you know and until then there will be no more there's, touring. there's sparks of ideas and like you know driving last night like hour 18 listening to like 80s pop synth shit and we're like dude that structure man that's kind of cool yeah. write that down take that idea you know like just starting uh, to kind of get it but we really need to get in the headspace of, but, of writing yeah. and in order to do that you need you need to take a break from this kind of stuff yeah because yeah. it just pulls you every which way and you don't have any time to collect your thoughts and try and be creative at least on on, on that end fully where you can actually sit down with something and nurture it because the songs like they'll change 10 12 14 times before you really got it you know mm -hmm. and you need time to do that and you need to get you need to get into it you need to like spend time working on it so like interrupted work is is not good focus focus work you can get stuff done a lot quicker yeah, yeah. so but it will happen it's yeah, <laughs> definitely the focus after this you know it's been a pretty busy year. Yeah. And like I said, you know, like the fans need a break too. I think we've like, yeah. we've planted the seed. We've done what we've done. And like, there's just no need for us. It's not like we need to go out there and, and do it so people don't forget about us. I think by, at this point, like it's, it's there. Yeah. And, and, uh, 
You know, we don't want make to people th- want it again. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, unless right. like you know, priest or maid finally you know <laughs> ask us out and decide that. Yeah. But, really but you know, with their it. album cycles, I think we're going to be right on par with yeah. them. You know, I mean, like I, I you know, they're doing that now. Yeah. Those, those bands are touring right now. Metallica's touring right now. You know, like you know, it's funny that we talk about that. It's like <laughs> every year, man. Every year. <laughs> And that's one of those things, man. That would be. That we would talked be, about that last time. We talked about probably. <laughs> you have to be goal oriented. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And when it when it happens, just like you said earlier, it's about goddamn time. That yeah, you know, yeah. Every year. I mean, honestly, honestly, one of those tours that we just mentioned, I would actually kind of be like shit in my pants for like yeah. the rest of my life. We have to get a better van just so we look better on the. No, road. no, just so it's guaranteed that we're at the gigs. Like I would rent a fucking. I would just. I would just cash it all in and just rent a tour bus. Yeah, and seriously. Hire the van wagon. Van wagons are cool. Hire yeah. the whole yeah. pro the crew, crew and just yeah. be like, yeah. all right, yeah, dude. you can't. You can't like I, I would like I would. Probably Probably like, like, get rid of my phone for a tour like that. You know, just be like, I'm here, and that's it. You know, like that's it. I'd be practicing all day. You know, yeah, yeah. But you know, we'll see. I, I, I believe it will happen. You know, yes. Um, and I believe it will happen within the next three to four years. You know, um, I think that's like a good amount of time. I think that's gonna be. The transition period to when mm-hmm. these bands may start to I will, I will be tr- slow down a bit, yeah. you know. So yeah, true, true. I mean, we've talked. We've talked about, <laughs> yeah. talked about how long. We've talked about how long we plan on going and stuff. We've committed to do another two records and, and full tour cycles, and then kind of see what happens after that because we're out of our our deal. You know? Yeah, but most fans want to hear the classics anyway, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gotta make another classic yeah. album. Yeah. Right. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Right on. Cool. Guys. Well, appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you guys. Yeah. Always yeah. good. It's always Cheers. a pleasure talking Tulsa to you. Tulsa Rock City, dude. Tulsa Rock yeah. City. We love it. We are stoked to be yeah. here. Like, we want to create the new yeah. Tulsa sound. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> Just things like that. You know, <laughs> we've actually been looking into real estate out here mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh yeah. So. Maybe build a little studio out here or something. Hey, man, yeah. the church studio, they're renovating that place, yeah. right? I yeah. heard about that. I think so, yeah. Do something in there. That'd be cool. Leon Russell's yeah. Yeah. spot, dude. Oh, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, turn the reggae back on. Yes, yeah. crank it up. <laughs> there you go. All three members of Night Demon. Huge thank you to Jarvis, Armand, and Dusty for taking the time out before their show to sit down and talk to us for... I mean, that recording was a little under an hour, and just us hanging out was well over an hour, so we appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, you got uh, to see their sound check as well. That was really cool. Yeah, they did a badass cover of Stranglehold. That's right. And then um, at the, we didn't mention at the show they did Entrance by Scorpions. That's right. And it made right. you like respect the Scorpions I, finally. I, I, by God, <laughs> hey, I like the Zoo. Okay, I know. I know. Um, but I don't like the song. What the fuck is that? Falling in love. Yeah, fuck that song. Right in the ass. Okay. I'm calling Night Demon to do that song sometime live from Jason. Jesus Christ. Well, and you know, I, I also have to throw in, JP made a great joke about Stranglehold. He said, man, that sounded good when you guys did it. And it was like with less racism, too. That was awesome. <laughs> right. But, you know, go go pick up Live Darkness. And like we talk about in this episode, I, you know, yes, Trent had to put me on blast. I'm not a fan of live albums. I don't think it was on blast because it's always good to have differing True. opinions. You know? and, and And I'm not. 
and I'm not saying this because they're on our show or, you know, you know, we've built a good rapport with these guys, but this is a, this is a great sounding live record, which I think is few and far between, you know, it's clear, uh, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, I don't know. It just, a lot of them just seem far away to me and this one doesn't. They seem um, flat where almost like the crowd noise is just like there yes. where this one sounds like one of those albums where you hear the crowd noise where it sounds legit. You know? No like doubt. It's in and no out of, yeah. during the songs and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think one of my favorite records, even though I don't like live records is the life of agony live at the lowlands. That's right. And I like that because it's different versions and it's clean, you know, and it's, it's so clear. Um, and I don't get that from a lot of live records. So it was cool to have that discussion. And this, this is a great live record. No bullshit, no ass kissing. So in the covers, fucking badass. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Great picture. They've, like we said, also darkness remains is the most recent studio album. That's yeah. great as well. Oh dude, it's a masterpiece. So just do yourself a favor and dig into some night demon. If you haven't, we did that episode at the Saturn room in Tulsa, Yep. which is why we referenced reggae at the beginning because it's like a tiki bar and they were playing reggae. Oh yeah. So, and that's the second some, time we've done a podcast there. That's right. <laughs> Our second, the second time we had Skylar Kroom from He Is Legend on, that's actually where he suggested. Yes. He's like, let's go over this tiki bar. I want to check it out. And that's the same thing with Night Demon. Jarvis said, hey, I went over this tiki bar last time. I want to go back if you guys are cool with it. And so, we did it. It's a cool place. So I'm very glad to patronize that place. Of if course. you're in Tulsa, check it out if you haven't. Of course. The Saturn Room. There's a plug, and they don't even sponsor us. <laughs> Look at that. Maybe one day they will. I hope so. Free rum and cokes for the Thunder Underground podcast. Fucking A, Randy. <laughs> well, we thank you for listening. If this is your first time, you're a Night Demon fan, you came and found this, look back through. We had them on, like we said, about a year and a half ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're talking about Darkness Remains before it came, and of course, the stuff that came previous to that. And then, uh, we actually, they toured with Anvil. We had Lips from Anvil on. That was quite an interesting yeah. episode. Very interesting. More in that vein, we had on Biff Byford from Saxon here earlier this year. That was fantastic. We've had on Dave Elfson from Megadeth, Chris Broderick, formerly of Megadeth as well. And we've had on Kirk Winstein from Crowbar twice. That's right. And Night Demon toured with Crowbar. That is correct. They've also toured with Accept. We have not had anyone from Accept on. But that would be awesome. That would be. Super fucking awesome. One day. Hopefully. But some other bands, if you're into the 80s hard rock glam scene, Warrant, Europe, Frank Hannon from Tesla falls into that category sometimes, but even metalheads love Tesla, so That's check right. that one out. That's right. Had on guys from Firehouse and Trickster, and we got the heavier stuff like Seven Dust and uh, Battlecross. Shooter Jennings has been on here. Fuck yeah. I mean, we, we'll go country. We don't care. That's right. We do what we want. Yeah. Dwight Yoakam's coming here in a couple weeks. Going to try to get him on Oh here. my God, that would be insane. That's right. <laughs> I don't even know... I don't even know what I'd ask. I'd just sit there in awe of a fucking legend. <laughs> That's true. Ask him what he thinks about Sarah Shook's Dwight Yoakam song. No shit. That would be a great, that would be, and that's a, that's a great fucking record. That is. Years by Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. If you like Roots, Americana, Country, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Go check that album out. It is fucking awesome. Yeah. Glad we discovered that here recently. Yes, definitely. 
But coming up, we just saw Alice in Chains live here in yes. Tulsa. We'll be talking about that more next week when we've got more time. We've also got a great interview with two of the guys from Wither coming up. We've got more stuff to talk about as well with some recent concerts we saw besides Alice in Chains. That's right. And of course, I'm sure something crazy between here and now and then will pop up that we need to talk about as well. Oh yeah, we're always we're always working on stuff. You never know about us. That's right. But once again, thank you, huge thank you to all three members of Night Demon. Like Jason said earlier, thank you to JP for turning us on to Night Demon a couple years ago. Yes. And thank you to DB Concerts for sponsoring this podcast. Till next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers, yeah. Yeah, thanks for doing this. Good to see you guys again. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Yes. Thank you guys for doing it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I was just inviting you all out to the show. (laughs) Thunder Underground, y'all.